Let's hear it for the girls. Let's give the girls a hand. Settle down, oh, Denise Williams. Maybe she's no Juliet. Ooh, that... Sh- wow, stop. <laughs> let it go. Let it go. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Good evening. On behalf of Three Sheets Nation, the place where drinks come true, we welcome all of you to the podcast, Three Sheets to the Mouse. We are gathered here tonight around the adult beverages to share a drink, to share a thought, and to share news. We hope you enjoy our story tonight, Erections of Earth. I know it sounds sorted, but you'll be rewarded when at last I am given my dues. And injustice deliciously squared, be Saluti amici, benvenuti a trefogli al mouse. This is episode 142 of the Three Sheets to Mouse podcast. We are three average guys with a love for all things Disney, and joining me tonight are two guys who know what to do when they do what they do in Rome, if you know what I mean. If, if you capiche, Adam. Walk like an Egyptian. That's the Bengals. <laughs> Okay, I promise Tim? I won't do that again. <laughs> I didn't say it was banned. <laughs> but I got to tell you, I need to tell you, I got to tell you, I'm sorry I'm just thinking of the right words to say. Oh, these are lyrics. <laughs> I just I just know the one, you literally, the, the one line in I Rome. know is That's when like, in Rome. I promise. Yes, promise, promise when in Rome. Okay, yep, yeah, nope, not me. <laughs> sorry. You don't know that song? No, afraid I don't. <laughs> I'm afraid I don't know that song. Tim, uh, do you know that song? I do, and I, but I don't know what you said in the beginning, but I feel like I should be offended. Don't be offended. I ran this through four different translations. I'm just asking for nudes in Italian is all. Ooh. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, tonight we're going to do a little talk about Disney parks, Disney booze, debauchery, and uh, we're going to be hanging out in Epcot. But first, I want to know what Tim is drinking to, to get over his, uh, his ailments. Yeah, I've been sick for the last couple of days. And Pop Pop's been under the weather. I have. And I haven't drank anything in a while. But tonight I have Glenfiddich Reserve Cask. Single malt scotch whiskey. And how is that? I don't have tasting notes handy, but I'm going to say something about caramel, berries, pencil shavings. Uh, well, my taste buds are off today because I'm for being sick, but it tastes like whiskey. Okay, and that's what you want out of a whiskey, I think, is you want it to taste like whiskey. It tastes like scotch. It tastes like every other Glenfiddich I had, except for the anniversary edition, which was not good. The, the Glenfiddich I had was, was, was nice. It was, it was okay. I enjoyed it. It was fine. Adam? Yes? You, you okay over there? I'm fine. I got Tim's crud. Oh! Yeah. Well. So I've been at work for the last two days, but I've been cleaning the house, so. Getting ready for upcoming visits from special people yeah, glad it was this week and not thanksgiving week <laughs> what are you drinking yours is in like a ceramic cup and it's got a spoon it looks like tea it's a hot toddy it's a hot toddy okay With, well there's some hooch in there somewhere yep jack daniels that's all we had in that oh sinatra no sinatra we don't have sinatra. oh that's too bougie for us well not down here apparently it's the only thing that i would drink jack like i warm it up i throw some water and some lemon and some honey that's the it's only okay time he's jack allowed daniels. to drink jack daniels too. not a fan is it even? Oh, it's, it's not even like the like the reserve. This this no, it's Jack Daniels. Some it is just off the shelf. Jack Daniels. Brush my teeth with a bottle of Jack. Yes. Kesha. Mm-hmm. Okay. Trash bag, trash bag, trash. Bag. Well, hey, speaking of trash, uh, I went back to my roots, which is it's funny to hear me say because I'm from Arkansas, um, not in the location where they brew hams, but it seems to be my old standby that I go to whenever I grab a, a beer. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm kicking back with uh, with a couple cans of hams. It is America's classic premium beer, born in the land of sky blue water. If you were wondering, isn't sky blue water rain? Uh, yep. <laughs> well, not in Detroit. No, or at least in, in Flint. 
Yeah, it's <laughs> it's more Flint water. Yes, it's Flint water. <laughs> this is brewed in true, in the family tradition, from the purest water. So obviously, this doesn't come from Flint. And the choicest barley, malt, grain, and hops. So I feel like those are just a whole bunch of uh, fancy buzzwords to make you think it's worth a damn. Sounds like it. It's 50 cents a can if you were to break it down. So it's Pabst. Uh, I prefer it to Pabst. Oh, speaking of which, have you seen Pabst is doing a 99 can family pack? That's a, that should... Have, have, have we seen a price on what that log of, of beer looks like? No, I have not. Okay, because... You figure it should be around 50 bucks for 99 cans, but if you're buying 99 cans, come on, man. Let's 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 just make it a thing and go with, you know, $45. But how else do you have 99 bottles of beer on the wall? Well, there are cans of beer. Okay, 99 cans of beer on the wall. That, it's all about the song. I know. Well, but, I mean, who's the asshole who just couldn't find a way to stick one more in the box? Well, I mean, a box is square, so it's going to be equal... Top and bottom, so it's gonna. There's space for a hundred beers. I'm right, sure they've got like mean, a little spacer on one side where you're missing a beer, and it's it's either two rows of of fifty, which I think it's that'd be about. fuck ton long though. It is long. So yeah, so well, no, this is gonna be three rows of thirty three. Because they That's couldn't why fit you in get a, third, a third beer. That's why. I bet it's because they wanted people to sing the damn song. Like, I, I guarantee you, it's about they the song. They wanted people to sing the damn song. Guaranteed, it's about the song. Well, I wish hams would do that. That's all I'm saying. I would I would get me 99 cans of hams. 99 ham cans. <clears throat> hams cans. Sounds like a personal problem. It, it does. It, but you know what? I'm airing my grievances. You got 99 problems, but hams ain't one? I do. I got 99 bananas. One of Adam's favorite liquors. I don't like schnapps. I know. I know it's not one. No, really, it's nobody's favorite. It's like what you have when you're 18, 17, 16. It's actually 15. what all TGI Friday's drinks are made from. I was drinking Boone's <laughs> Farm when I was 16. No, I was drinking ice water and fire water. I was, I was, I wasn't drinking. I didn't have, I didn't drink until I was like 23. Really? Yeah, but I've made up for it. I was a late bloomer, I guess. I was that straight edge kid in high school. No, I wasn't. I'm not vegan by any means. I was a jagged edge kid in high school. You were that jagged little pill? <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> well, you know, it's a great segue. So speaking of narcotics. <laughs> I'd like to see this now. Yeah, no, <laughs> let's go, go for it. Let's hear this <laughs> Go <one>. for it. <laughs> we're going to World Showcase. <laughs> uh, that, that's not really a good segue from narcotics to no, World Showcase. Not even I mean, we're not I mean, we're, we're not doing the Mexico Pavilion. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> We're, we're, you know, well, yeah, you got the, the mob kind of has their hand in it. We're, we're doing Italy, okay? Okay. You could say that. Mussolini. Oh, geez. <laughs> well, this just took a turn. Yes, by a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't pick where they put the countries, okay, when they were planning World Showcase. Yeah, it's kind of odd how they laid it out. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. America is flanked by the Axis powers. <laughs> no, it happens that way. Well, right. originally, America was supposed to be placed in front. Where, oh, yeah, top center, man. No, it was actually supposed to be placed opposite of where it is. Like where the, well, I mean, well, the two well, I say top, I mean like... Gift shops yeah, right are right there. over there? Yes, in the between yeah. the two gift shops. That's where it was originally placed. If you, if you were watching the, um, the show on Disney+, Plus, The Imagineer Story... Sure, I'm getting the title wrong because I can't. Imagineer, think. The Imagineering story. The Imagineering story. If you look very carefully at one of the videos that they're showing of early Epcot, you can see the original where the original American Pavilion was supposed to be placed. Or you could go back and listen to our Ultimate Epcot on the American Adventure, which I think was the last Ultimate Epcot we did before this one. Probably because we're going in order. Because I covered it. Yay me! What episode is it? Three. <laughs> <laughs> 37 that's my that's my number i don't know what episode it was not my job mikey the episode in question is three sheets to the mouse episode 122 the american adventure of america pavilion also it's not my job either but what do i know 
I'm just artificial intelligence. You haven't even given me a name, you big dumb jerk. Um, so yeah, t t tonight this is going to be basically a salute to all of Italy, <laughs> but mostly Venice. Uh, that was perfectly timed. How did you do that? I turned off the notifications. That was a damn sizzle ring going off. That was fucking awesome. <laughs> a salute. Do -do -do. Do -do -do. <laughs> Sorry. Which ring did you close? Uh, I'm sure it was my sit-go. <laughs> <laughs> it was stand. It's got to be stand. It's always stand. Because I don't move. <laughs> Listen, I'll, no, it was, it was the pink one. That's your move goal. That's your move Hot goal. damn. Hot dog. Oh, hot. I did laundry. Oh. I fold standing up. So do I. Uh, so, yeah. This is a salute to all of Italy, but mostly Venice. Because that's kind of what you have in the Italy Pavilion. Um. It's just, it, it looks like this. So, uh, you know, start off, you know, like a lot of the uh, pavilions in show and in, in World Showcase, the Italy Pavilion has changed drastically from when it was originally designed to what we have now. Initially, Imagineers wanted to build an area that would represent southern Italy. And this area would have included kind of a dark ride uh, attraction where guests could board gondolas and travel through the various Italian you know scenes um, and you know eventually you'd, you'd be released you'd exit into the uh, middle of some Roman ruins and you could kind of have like a walkthrough and you know like a, a hands-on explory thing um, which would have been really cool I think I mean I can I, I, I can look at you know Italian architecture all day long but it doesn't it doesn't make me want to experience that but like the ruins and stuff like that so you have just side note you have no desire to actually go to italy to see this in real life not not like the the no i would want to see the you know the the, the, the coliseum the, the the just just all the all, all the old shit i'd like to see the old shit that's just i mean that, that's just me i don't know i don't know why but that's always just kind of been uh, something that spoke to me just you know the yeah, I if, want to go if, see the Coliseum, the Leaning Tower of Pisa. If these pillars Venice, could talk, you know. Before it sinks. Venice is fine. It's cool. I mean, it's it's one of those Marvel kind of things because it is just basically floating. Not for long. <laughs> no, not for long. I mean, but, uh, and the the whole, you know, getting around with, with, with the gondolas, the touristy thing. It, I mean, it looks great. It looks fun. It looks cool. I would, I would, I would do it, but if I went... So if someone said, hey, let's go to Italy this weekend. What do you want to do? I'm going to be like, old shit. I want to see the old shit. I want to eat. That's not sinking yeah. into water. I want to eat. And do well, uh, vineyard tours. I want to eat a lot. We keep trying to plan a an Adventures by Disney trip, but it keeps getting pushed back because it's expensive. So. Yeah. Especially, yeah. Uh, yeah. So similar to other uh, early plans that you see and you hear for World Showcase, for instance, the Germany Pavilion, they were going to have their own little kind of dark ride, the their river cruise that was supposed to be on the Rhine River. Um, the southern Italy area of the uh, pavilion got pushed back until the Phase 2 for Epcot. And unfortunately, that Phase 2 for Italy never happened. Um... The money that was originally designated to go to the Southern Italy expansion was there, but ended up getting used for um, Morocco, Journey into Imagination, Horizons, and some early works that were done on the Living Seas. Well, Phase so. 2 never actually happened either at all. Right. So Right, they just they just took the money and sent it... I mean, look, I mean everywhere they say they scattered it yeah it was just because there were other things planned for phase two besides italy and germany there were supposed to be oh, yeah. other countries and all this other stuff so even without a feature attraction italy opens up with the rest of world showcase october 1st 1982 uh, the pavilion designed with venetian architecture in mind and had lots of uh you know recognizable points of interest that were recreated and it had uh, it had it had one restaurant 
L'Original Alfredo di Roma Ristorante. And it only it opened, opened with two stores, La Gemma Italia and Il Bel Cristallo. <coughs> but the uh, last thing it had, it opened up and it was home to the Theater Al Fresco, which is where you have the street performers. Kind of? Kind of. You know. It, the, 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 yeah. Now, since its creation, the Italy Pavilion has uh, not seen very many changes. I think the major change came um, when L'Original Alfredo di Roma Restaurante closed. Boy, I, I blew that through, didn't I? That was back in 07. Um, it was like one of the most popular restaurants in Epcot. Like Adam said, very good, he says. It was bueno, buena. Bueno is Spanish. It's all, and it's all Latin. <laughs> if you want to boil it down. Um, Disney actually decided not to renew the contract with the operator because they were supposed to build a second restaurant in Italy by um, within within 25 years of opening, and the uh, the owner of uh, Alfredo de Roma did not follow through on their end of the contract to build a second restaurant. So Disney uh, kicked him out, and then you got the Patina group came in and took over well i mean we'll get to it when we get into food there's more to that story there always is because the whole company went out pulled out of the united states because they used to be a restaurant in in new york Mm -hmm. and it's gone now too so after that restaurant closed and was replaced with tuto you had some more changes and the second restaurant uh the annapoli opens up and followed by the Tuto Gusto Wine Bar in 2012. And that's kind of the short and uh, flavorful history of the Italy Pavilion. It, just, listen, it's, it's, a, it's a small area. There's, it is like a very small pavilion yes. area, I think. It seems tiny, but when you're in it, it seems pretty big, if that makes any kind of sense. It's like a TARDIS? Almost. Bigger on the inside. Yeah, it goes fairly deep into the back. Yeah, it does go kind of deep back. I'm, I'm, but it just seems like the width of it is just like the width of a just a a, a small street. Yes, definitely. But then, I, actually, though, if you if you figure in the the little island they got for the fireworks to be viewed out there, and if you count the the area where they got the little, you know. The boat's moored, the gondola's moored out there. If you want to claim that, you know, if Italy wants to, you know, lay claim to that land, and then, never mind. Um, maybe it maybe it is bigger than I thought. I don't know. Does Italy have a navy? Oh, God. Anyway, since we were stuck on the restaurants, Tim, why don't you tell us some, about some of the food options in Italy? Oh, you mean like Blaze Pizza and Olive Garden and... This guy with his blaze pizza. Oh, he thinks I'm he's kidding. funny. Olive Garden. Yum. Hey, listen though, I can I can eat breadsticks all day. Also, it's not you know real me and Italian cheese. food. I don't care. She sits there and says, Tell me when. How about when you're done with that block of cheese, ma'am? Then that's your win. So the restaurants in Italy are all operated by, as Mikey said, the Bettini Group. The first one of the sit-down restaurants is Via Napoli, and it is inspired by the dining and architecture trademarks of Naples and Florence. And the house specialty is Neapolitan pizza. They literally have like 25 or 30 different ways you can get a pizza. The main focus, uh, the main feature of the restaurant is a trio of brick ovens that are named Vesuvius, Etna, and Stromboli. And those are the three main active volcanoes of Italy. Stromboli is an actual volcano? It's, it's an island that's off the coast of Sicily that is made up of... Is it shaped like a Stromboli? No. I really want it I to legit be. Thought I, I, I thought that I misunderstood him because I was just hungry, and I was just going to roll with it when he said Stromboli. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's the truth. Now, I was thinking, did, did he say What Stromboli? just recently opened that's connected to Via Napoli is Pizza Al Taglio, which translates to Pizza by the Slice. So you can walk up to this window and get pizza by the slice i did not so it's your this. quick serve yeah it was like it was it's like two years ago i think it opened How come it's really expensive it's like oh. eight dollars or seven yeah, eight dollars it, it's probably eight to ten dollars for yeah. a slice when you can go inside and get like a pie for 18 we've eaten here um some of the 
main features of of Vianapolis their signature drinks. And we've I they don't have the one that we had that I had anyway. But they had the limoncello mule. I think Adam had that one. Yes, I did. Which is Grey Goose, Orange Vodka, Limoncello, Peach Puree, Orange Juice, Pineapple Juice, Lime Juice, and Ginger Beer. But one of the more famous ones is called the Sicilian Sunset. It's vodka, orange cello, orange, and pineapple juice over shaved ice. So I hear everybody talking about that one. I've never, we've never had it. We've what, about, what about the pretty people who serve you? Oh, yeah. All <laughs> the people. It seems like all the people that work in this place are very good looking. <laughs> It's very I, I, I would say that about probably most of the authentic people in, in World Showcase. If they are True. F- from the region, it's just like, even like the Germany Pavilion, those guys and gals handing out the Hefeweizen from the little cart. Oh, <sighs> never mind. <laughs> they get my pretzel twisted. Oh, I don't know if you want it twisted. <laughs> so, fun fact, the water that they use to make the pizza... And I don't know why, but it's imported from here, from Pennsylvania. Well, because because Florida water is bad. But wouldn't you import it from New York? Because New York makes the best pizza. Well, New I York mean, water it, makes the best pizza and the best bagels. I mean, but we've learned about this going to different breweries and stuff where they will... They have special water treatment plants that will simulate water. Yeah, they can mimic water places. from anywhere. Yeah. That's just so, so weird. I mean, water's water? It's not, though. It's not. Like when you look at the chemical compounds and all the minerals and stuff that it that it picks up along the way to your faucet, it changes the taste of things. Yeah. So are you the kind of guys that, you know, you prefer to get the water from the fridge or from the tap? From the bottle. From the bottle. We have very hard water here. We have very hard well water here. It's not ours good. comes from a bunch of flooded mines. Yeah, ours is, like ours comes from a mountain that comes like, under us. Yeah, we have very heavy, hard mineral deposits and stuff. I see. Well. So in the middle of the main room of Viennapoli, there's a long communal table. And it was built actually in Florence, Italy. And it features hand-painted tiles depicting iconic monuments in Italy. The, The restaurant has high vaulted ceilings, imported ceramics, and blown glass. And there's a lot of windows in this place. I mean, if you're sitting inside the main dining area, there's just windows everywhere. It's very bright and airy. We sat in like an off... A room off to the side and I, it just felt like a hallway because it was a little darker it looked out over into the patio area but it just seemed darker and, and just narrow and smaller the next restaurant is Tutto Italia also operated by the Patina group and I could have swore that this restaurant was signature dining but I couldn't find no, anything it's else not. Of it. it's, still, it's not signature dining it's never been no I thought it was mm-mm so Disney's description of this restaurant is relaxed old world ambiance as you enjoy chicken, fish, handmade pasta, lasagna, and more. On the outside patio or in the airy dining room amid murals of ancient Rome and sparkling chandeliers, relish the rich textured flavors of authentic Italian dishes for the menu created by award-winning chef and California restaurateur Joaquim Spilacci. Uh, this restaurant, I love this place. We haven't been here in a while, but they have a zucchini tort that is absolutely amazing it's roasted zucchini with pomodoro mozzarella and parmesan cheese it is so good so when you when you compare it to olive garden that was in jest it was okay okay very very much so they bring fresh olives to the table with the oil and it's oh i can eat those olives they're so fresh tasting it just it's yummy (laughs) oh their cannoli for dessert is so delicious it's good that I wasn't hungry before we started this episode because I'm just <laughs> fucking starving the, again. The, the last time we ate here, it was the end of our trip and we had dining credits left over. So we had a full sit down breakfast. We ate here for lunch and then I want to say it was California Grill for dinner. Yes. So we were very fat that day. Sad part is, I thought I wasn't going to eat that much. I ate everything. Yeah. <laughs> and this was back when the dining plan gave you appetizer. No, Entree. no, 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 no. It's because we had the deluxe. The deluxe flying plan always gives you well, yeah, appetizer, entree, and dessert. So we were full. Yes. To say. There's also Tutto Gusto Wine Cellar, which boasts 200 plus bottles of wine. And they say small bites, but if you look at the menu, I mean, you can get spaghetti, ravioli, lasagna, uh, chicken parmesan, meatball parmesan. I mean, you can get pretty much dinner. Just eat it with small bites. Yeah. 
Take, take small bites and drink a lot of wine. A lot of wine. This also is a little gelati cart that's outside the perfumery, and that has your limoncello margarita. And gelato. And gelato, but yeah. Gelato. Give me the limoncello margarita. And that does it for food in Italy. All right. So it's, again, it's it's a quick. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty, though. And in my opinion, it's one of the best themed areas in World Showcase, where you actually feel like you're transported somewhere. Germany, to me, feels like an outside, like, festival booth. I've been to a an area in um, Tennessee, up, up around the Gatlinburg area, that looks just like the Germany Pavilion. But that's what I'm yeah, saying. I mean, down it's in Allentown, there's an area that so, looks just like it. Yeah. So, yeah, that didn't, that didn't, uh, didn't wow me. The, the Germany Pavilion. I mean, and same thing with the France Pavilion. It's just, yeah, the Eiffel Tower in the background looks cool. Uh, the rest of it wasn't that great. Now, the new stuff they're doing um, on the backside of the Ratatouille ride looks really fun. Yeah, I'm curious to see what it looks what that looks like. So, I mean, it just the atmosphere that this, this area particularly creates, it, it's just pretty cool in my opinion. And it's all due to the building themes. Um, the building themes that we have, we have different parts of Italy kind of blended together from Venetian to Florence and Roman architecture. Um, the Venetian architecture is pretty much represented by the St. Mark's. Here we go. Okay, so I'm going to start that over. So the Venetian architecture is represented by a recreation of St. Mark's Campan... Yeah. Bell Tower. <laughs> and this is an 85-foot recreation of this bell tower, which is in Venice, Italy. It's located, located in the Piazza San marco and it's actually supposed to have a actual gold foiled angel on top which is very similar to the one that is actually in venice can you say that word mickey i know you looked at it no i don't have that word damn it <clears throat> i have the d word i've got the d i don't have well, the only that comes up is st mark's basilica when I no it's com com campanile i Campari. it's no, it's not Campari. Oh, I, I got it. Yeah, I can't pronounce that either. It, it's too many letters. Um, Campanile? Campanile? Sure. Um, right to the left Captain of the... Captain Intonil. What? I said Captain Intonil. Yes. Um, now, to the left of the tower is La Gemma Elegante shop, representing a replica of the Doge's... Nope. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right either. Palace. Go with it. What? Doge. So Doge. Doge's... Okay. Now, this they actually completed with marble-like facade that's used in the original palace. And this is built in a Venetian Gothic style. And one of the main landmarks of the city of Venice in northern Italy. Palace was a residence of the Doge of Venice, who was the supreme authority of the former Venetian Republic. I didn't know all and, that. <laughs> and this actually looks really cool. Like, if you look at the actual photos of the palace... Located in Venice, and then just look at a front-on view of yeah. what's in uh, okay. World Showcase. It it is, it's very 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 similar. It's not actually you know a, a perfect copy of it. Um, and then and then they had to scale it down. So it, it's really cool because it's it's known for it's got a lot of archways. Um, if you were to to go to Venice and look at it, the whole thing has archways all the way down. And if you looked at like like a sidewalk and walked out, it's archways. And they've recreated that in Epcot, but they're they're just so much smaller. So you see people standing in these arches in Venice, and there's like eight feet of airspace over their head. And then you get to Epcot, and it's like they got to a total of eight feet well, did <laughs> in you, general. Did you compare the bell tower? Oh yeah, the yeah the one in Venice it's, is like four hundred feet. Yeah, this feet, is eighty three hundred feet. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. You can't have anything but bigger it's than the castle. Very very close. Yeah, like, but yeah, no, it, it it all works, and that's a true testament to the art direction that the uh, the Imagineers get to take when they're when they're laying this stuff out. Um, some other design inspirations were taken from hallmarks of Italian architecture, such as the columns of San Marco and San Toradeo, um, in the Piazza San Marco in Venice, Italy, and these are just basically the column structures that you see throughout the whole area. Um, bridges are based off the Pont della Paliglia, and that's a bridge based in Venice, Italy. So all, everything here was actually 
taken and inspired by something in Italy, which is not the case, I feel, for a lot of the other pavilions. They actually built an island along the, the Path of World Showcase just because there is an island in Italy that, that, that they wanted this bridge to, to connect to. So, yeah, they didn't. They could have taken the easy route and just ran it all the way across, but they, they, they really made it. And I think the reason this all works so well with the uh, the water there is because of Venice. Oh, without a doubt, how it is surrounded by water, so it just feels right. Of course, like Mikey said before, we also have the gondolas, mm-hmm. which are tied to things that kind of look like barbershop poles to me. But yeah, I yeah. hadn't paid any attention to that in any of my trips to Epcot. Just it just kind of fell into the background because if I'm looking at a cross world showcase lagoon, I'm probably looking at spaceship earth. Yeah. Getting, getting that, you know, that particular, um, uh, view. And I didn't take into any consideration these poles that were there and that that's what they're for. That's where they, you know, the gondola pilots would, uh, would tie off their, their boats. I want to say this is besides this and, I think the Japan... Is it Japan or China Pavilion that has the arches in the water? Japan. 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 I think it's just this in the Japan Pavilion that have actually something in their water, in the, in the water in the pavilion. I don't think the one in Japan is in the water, though, is it? No, it's not. I thought it was. They've got like a, like, like a, like a rock garden almost right mm-hmm. out there that it, that it sets on, I think. So I guess this would be the only one, then. I mean, besides, like, the restaurants that are placed directly yeah. on the water, I'm not counting those. Right. I'm talking about something that's actually part of the, the area that's in the water. Yeah, yeah I, th- I, I think we'd have to get a good look around the uh, Rose and Crown, I guess, to see if there's anything English set out in the water Do they around have tea? that. But... <laughs> they don't have a harbor. <laughs> If they did, they'd throw the tea in it. That's right. You, you Suck all, it, Lipton. Oh, my God. We also have the Neptune Fountain, which is supposed to be reminiscent of the Rome's Trevi Fountain. And that's a fountain in Trevi in, District in Rome, Italy. And this is supposed to represent the largest Baroque fountain and one of the most famous fountains in the world. So if you see actual pictures of the Trevi Fountain, it's easily recognizable. It's been in multiple movies throughout, like, mostly rom-coms and stuff like that that are placed in Italy. But it is one of the most famous fountains in all the world. And last but not least, we have Il Bel Cristallo shop, which is meant to resemble the exterior of the Sistine Chapel, which I kind of get, and then I kind of go when I look at it. So that one's hit or miss on me for that one. Yeah. I I mean, I I just don't see Sistine Chapel in that one. As for landscaping, they actually brought in a lot of the gardening plants from Italy. So you'll see some olive trees, Mediterranean citrus trees, kumquat trees, cypress, and pines. And these are all found in the formal garden right in that little island area, I want to say. Now, do they have someone that goes out there to harvest these? Are they bearing I would assume so, because I can picture people trying to climb over to try to get some of that fruit. Right. Or birds. Well, the birds would take care of it because the birds usually eat it before it crashes. Oh, I don't know much about birds. Not, I'm not, not much of an aviast. Ornithologist. That, Isn't that a bird? I didn't realize you were an aviast. I think Tim's right. Either, whatever it is, I'm not an ologistist of any kind. I'm a ginger. You're the bird That's watcher. why you're an aviast? Uh, yep. <laughs> and that we don't we don't care about no birds. <coughs> They poop on cars. And, as Walt Disney said, they'll poop in your food. Oh, God. That's a, that's a direct quote. I know it is. <laughs> well, that's cool that they brought in uh, Italian foliage, botanicals. Yes. It's pretty awesome. I mean, but they they did this for, for most of the areas. Most, most of the pavilions, yeah. I can 100% tell you that I didn't notice they had any type of trees back there that weren't normal to florida (laughs) the only reason why i noticed is because during food and wine they'll usually put signs in front of each tree to tell you what kind of tree it is so if you if you're really careful and you look through that little garden area it'll tell Mm -hmm. you this is an olive tree this is a they do that for flower and garden not oh that too but they do both Well, that would make sense i guess 
I've never seen it for food and wine. I've seen it for flower and garden. Yo, hey, hey, Disney, leave the plaques out. Put up, make it a plaque and leave it out all the time so people I can see it. I kind of agree. Yeah. You know, let, let them know you went that extra mile because I wouldn't have any idea that it wasn't native to Florida. Bring back the edutainment. Also, I wouldn't know what really is native to Florida except an orange tree. Grapefruit. Cypress trees. Grapefruit trees. Palm Grape- trees. Fruit. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a horticulturalist. We've been through this. I'm not a list. <laughs> You're not, not an ologist. I don't do lists or ologists. You're not about geologies. <laughs> nope, nope, not ologies, just a few of G's. So now I just mentioned that El Bill Cristo or Bel Cristo Cristillo shop, however you say it. So, Mikey, why don't you tell us some of the things you can find in the shop? I loved him in City Slickers. He he was awesome. He was really funny, especially when he got on the horse for the first time. <laughs> oh, he was better in Throw Mama from Train. Hello. Put that thing back. <laughs> well, I loved him in Monsters, Inc., too, so. Yeah, he gets around. Okay, yeah, like like you said, um, located inside the reimagined Doji's Palace is the Il Bel Cristallo, which translates literally to the beautiful crystal. Dun, dun, dun. So it's one of those glass blowing places, isn't it? Um, it's it's like a condensed down version of Dillard's, is what it is. It's got a lot of uh, fine Italian handbags. It's got some Italian made jewelry. It's really well known for its collection of perfumes and colognes and lotions. Uh, they've actually um, got a huge selection of Aqua di Parma. Apparently, that's an Italian perfume and cologne company. But what what I noticed um, is they've actually got, like, some shaving kits on display. So maybe there's some beard stuff in there as well. Um, Creams and lotions and beards? Oh, my. The biggest... Well, I mean, you could also find Armani in here. Yeah, no, you, you can find all of your uh, popular Italian um, parfumy things. But, but like, the, the display for this uh, Aqua di Parma... It's it's there's a lot right there, and, and and what I really noticed was the big box that had a razor in it, and I'm sure other shit. So I was thinking, right. what's well, that's interesting to find a razor shaving I've kit. Ever seen that in Epcot? Yeah, it's weird. I have to take a look next time we're there. I have never seen that. I saw it in, in, in a YouTube video tour of of the store, and that that's what I noticed. Like <laughs> all these bottles and, and shit, and I go, whoa, razor. And it's not like the package is the size of the razor. It's, you know, it's like a cereal box sized box that it's in. So I would assume there's other stuff in there. Couldn't find anything else out about that. So um, cheaters, assemble. The What's o- in the box? Only problem I have with this store is that take your average department store perfume counter, increase that smell by like 500% and yeah. walk in there. It is. Gives me a headache every time. Yeah, I it, oh, it is. It's, it's, it's Abercrombie, a- man. It's worse than Abercrombie because these are competing smells from different people spraying all their stuff. Add that with the Florida body odor smell, and you've got a combination that could kill you. It's a Florida nursing home is what it is. <laughs> you got a bunch of blue-haired biddies competing with each other over who's got the best perfume. It's, 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 it's church. It's noxious. It's fumey. Uh, this will also... Uh, be the place if you're looking for uh, one of those authentic Ferrari brand t-shirts. This is where you're going to find it. So uh, you too can be Eddie Maserati, but not. I doubt he gets his shirts from there. No, I'm sure he doesn't. <laughs> he, he bedazzles them himself. Yes. Yeah, he probably does, but he probably gets them from his Ferrari dealer. <laughs> so now um, the Il Bel Cristallo store kind of blends into the next store like is like Disney is known to do. So you kind of fade right from that, and if you wander around long enough, you'll end up in La Gemma Elegante, which Adam mentioned earlier as well. And it's, I don't know, it, it, it's its a nice, it's, a, it's like the upscale side of, of this store, I guess. You know, where you have like the, the Murano glass uh, decor and art. But the main draw here is... Um, the masks, and, and it's almost like, no? Scary shit. It's creepy. Oh. Well, I mean, I appreciate it because it's handcrafted and it's art. Well, yeah, it's I a, like it because it's handcrafted and art, but it's creepy to look at. Yeah, well, I, I walk in your this bedroom area. and have it right staring at you at night. Nope. No, it reminds me of the masquerade 
scene in the labyrinth. Yes. The oh. labyrinth. See, I, th I thought I thought you were going to go with eyes wide shut, but I, yeah, that works too. We, but... we, we'll go with what you said. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I go into that area, and it to me it reminds me of like walking in almost into like an art display in a museum or something. Um, and it's an interesting story about these masks. They're all uh, paper mache handcrafted, and it's all because of a guy named George um, or Giorgio. Iricocha, Iricota, ricotta cheese. George Ricotta Cheese is a, uh, <laughs> he is actually a true Venetian mask artist in, in a tradition that dates back, you know, for centuries. He relocated to Florida from Venice back in 2001 to represent his mom's company, which is called, <laughs> I really should have pre-read these fancy words. <laughs> the Balakolak. Artisans of Venice. What did you just awesome. call me? A ballcock. Cot. Which is a part on a toilet. The Balakolic Artisans of Venice, and if you go in there, sometimes you can catch him actually painting the, the masks that, that he makes um, inside there at La Gemma, which, like I said, is a part of uh, Il Bel Cristallo. Now, across the street, kind of, from these stores, you can go over there and you can visit La Bottega Italiana, which means the Italian shop, the Italian shop, the Italian store. It's what you would expect of if you were going to an actual tourist-type gift shop in Italy, I think. You'll find uh, some housewares here, like, you know, potholders that just say Italia on it. Um, bottles for your cooking oils and the oils, the Italian oils that go in the bottles. Uh, you got Italian chocolates and Italian snacks and just some generic Italy touristy type shirts. Um, this is where you'll find your, uh, you know, to Topol Topolito, Toledo. Topolino? Topolino shirts with Mickey on them. Yeah. Right. What Adam said. <laughs> um, you'll find some coffees because, you know, like Italy. And you'll find mugs and cooking aprons. I mean, it, this, this is totally a gift shop. It's totally a gift shop. That said, the kitchen stuff does look really nice. And if you bought the whole set, it would look it would look great in your kitchen. It's just it's not really a Disney thing because it's, you know, Italian. So it's all florally looking, but it does look nice. I mean, I'd, I'd put my pot on that trivet. I would have would. Uh, and then, just like the other two stores, La Bottega is which is probably not how you pronounce it because I'm pronouncing it like it's Spanish. Um, the bodega is connected to this uh, tiny little wine cellar shop called Enoteca Castello, which, and we've already, and, and listen, you figured it out by now. I'm no linguist. I'm no cunning linguist. But um, Enoteca Castello kind of just means the castle winery, basically. Uh, Enoteca is based off of a Greek word, but the Italian literal translation means wine shop. And then Castello is castle, so it's like the wine shop castle or the castle winery or, you know, whatever you want to call it. Anyway, here you can find wine glasses and bottles of wine that you can purchase, but you can also have them served to you in a glass or get a little tasting flight. Um, it is super tiny. This isn't a place that you would go to have a bottle to go get a glass of wine, I don't think, because it is. Yeah, it's very small. Very, very small. But at the same time, it's 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 kind of cozy. I kind of like it because everything is like all warm and a lot of wood. And it reminds me of all these local wineries I've ever been to here in the South. These little mom and pop wineries where you can go in there and then you can get some, a few tastes and then get a cheap bottle and take it home. But they're not cheap here. Well, they're pretty I mean, cheap. They're relatively cheap there. They're Are relatively they? priced. For Italian wines, they're not crazy marked up. You, you're, well, and, and you're probably not getting like your, you know, premium Italian wines there. Well, the bottles that I've seen there, that I, I've, I've seen them out in the wild, and they're comparatively priced. They're not, maybe a buck or two off. They're not, it's oh, not ridiculous. Well, that's not bad. That That's not Disney high. No, the same thing with the, the Actually, wine the French, shop in France. The wine shop in France, you can get a good deal on sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I like it. I, I like this the storefront. It, like I said, it's cute. I just like the decor. They got little bitty wine barrels up on all the shelves and stuff like that. It kind of has a European countryside vibe to it when you, when you go into this area. I don't know. That's just me. 
Well, the other thing about this is that, for as small as it is, I never really see it crowded with people. No, well, when I say I wouldn't go there for a glass, I wouldn't go there with a group to get wine. All right, I can see that. Like, if you were... I can't say that either, because we all kind of raided the sake bar once. (laughs) Well... So, I mean, we had a bunch of people in there. that's a tiny little booth, and it was a bunch of us in there. And that's 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 all the all, all the places you can spend your monies for for goods and wares, in the uh, the Italy Pavilion, which, again, they got perfumes and colognes. And I've heard a lot of people say they like to go to the cologne shops in uh, in Epcot and get get a bottle of something and they wear it and it reminds them of their trip. I've never thought of doing that. Maybe I'll consider it. Maybe I won't. It is a really really good idea because I I've, I've realized that. If you have a different cologne that you wear to different places, it will always remind you of that place. I've I've heard that the sense of smell is the strongest sense that triggers to memory. memory. Yeah. Yeah. It's smell and taste. Like, if you tasted something and if you close your eyes and taste something, I learned this on the Jeff Goldblum thing with the ice cream. So, but if you... But it's true. It's, it's your sense of smell. It's your sense of taste. Because you're always, like, especially now, we're so overwhelmed by like noise and pictures and constantly on the phone. Actually, smelling something and tasting something is different than actually seeing something or hearing something. So those trigger memories more often than just looking at a picture or reading something. Yeah, it's it's different. It, it's deeper. I think that it mm-hmm. that it, it brings it up from so. I mean, I, I can see that. It's, it's definitely something. Hey, listen, if uh, if you're listening to the show and you've, well, I mean, if you're listening to the show, then you hear this. So that's a moot point. <laughs> Why would I even say that? Hey, listen, if you're not listening to the show, you should. Damn it. Um, but you wouldn't hear that either if you're not listening. Right. <laughs> so if if that's something you do, if you're like a perfume cologne wearer and, and you always get something at Disney to remind you of it, uh, you know, comment back uh, when we drop the show. and Because and, I'd be interested to know what you're wearing, uh, where you get it, and, and, and stuff like that. Because this is something that I'm legitimately interested in, in looking into because I don't want to always smell like a heathen. I hear a lot of people do that with the Norway Pavilion. They get the cologne from the Norway Pavilion because they can't get it anywhere else. And it reminds them of going to Epcot. Stuff in Italy you can get. Yeah, a anywhere. lot of this. Well, the only one that the Aqua de Parma is a little bit harder to get, but like, you have like Gucci, you have Aqua um, de Joe, which Aqua is what de... I used to wear. Armani is there. So, I mean, a lot of the, the stuff that you can get there, you can get Dolce and Gabbana. So, after you're done with your drinking, you want to be entertained, right? After you're done with your eating and drinking, you looked around the pavilion, you want to you want to be entertained a little bit. Well, I got some good news and some bad news. The pavilion didn't lose all their entertainment acts, but they only have the one now. And this is Sergio. And basically, he's a comedic jugular with a whistle that's really loud as fuck. It is. <laughs> watched, listen, when I watched the YouTube video and got the tour of the, those, those stores, it's like the whole time I could hear that whistle, and all I could think of is Terry Crews with his shirt off at a rave, <laughs> dancing with glow sticks. But yeah, it's loud. And basically, this is a little bit of crowd interaction, and he's a classically chained... Um, um, juggler and he also does some mime and the crowd gets involved it's cute I don't think it's something I would go out of my way to watch because it, it it's good street entertainment but it, it's not much more than that in my opinion see I would I would stop and, and check that out but that's that's me I, I've always been fascinated by those guys who like balance all that shit and then stand up on top of it or balance it on top of their nose and chin and stuff like that well he's not the climber Fran- France. He just juggles and like stuff like that. He doesn't do the chair thing. France gives me anxiety. France gets all the good stuff. Ratatouille, white flags. And, I mean, the act is about 20 minute longs. So, I mean, it, it's cute for what it is, but it's not something that I would go necessarily see. Now, back in October 2014, when they got rid of a lot of the standard acts in Epcot, they actually brought in an entertainment that was actually based from Italy. And I'm going to kill this word, these two words. It's Sembendolatori di San Spolocro. Nope, I think you nailed it. Yeah, I'm sure I did. Nope. Okay. And basically what this was is that they were a flag throwing show and they actually had an accompaniment with 
live drums and horns. Um, this closed in October 2016, so it was only there for two years. This was also extremely loud, but it was kind of cool to watch. So throwing flags, was this like, you know, flag line at the high school band, college band, throwing flags? Uh, How were they throwing it? Because the physics of flinging a flag, the flag, the fabric's going to create drag. It's not going to spin very well. I'm, I'm genuinely asking the question of how that worked. Yeah, that's pretty. They'd flip them, they'd throw them, they'd throw them to each other. I mean, they had it down. This is actually is an act that's based from Italy. There's an actual troupe in Italy that just does this. No, I'm, I'm down. I like watching people throw shit. It's gone. Catch it. Well, I'm up. I'm sorry. I apologize. Now, where was this um, act this located? This was done in that circle, your little stage okay. area. That is that the Alfresco Theater yes, Alfresco? Theater Alfresco. <laughs> I pulled that out of my ass. I said it earlier, but I didn't remember it at all. That is the Theater Alfresco. That's that little round circle where people just kind of sit and congregate on right now. Yeah, well, if they're food and wine, that's where you sit, so you can have your food and wine. Or you sit and watch your kids as they play in the fountain. Yeah, pretty much. We've seen that a lot. Uh, also, kid's you... gonna kid. Tater's gonna tater's gonna tate. <laughs> potent tater's gonna <laughs> potent tate. <laughs> um, you also used to be able to meet Pinocchio here back in the day, but I don't think that happens anymore either. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Italy has a meet no. now, do they? No. At least I don't. They used to be, but I don't. A lot of stuff. When the big, great rollback of entertainment happened, Italy was hit and hasn't brought anything back. So that kind of catches us up, catches us up, and, and and summarizes Italy. And this is kind of a part one of a two part where uh, for Ultimate Epcot, where we wanted to dig into the the history and just the the goings on in the Italy Pavilion before we set about how we would try to uh, you know improve it and incorporate some stuff. So. We'll have a second part coming out on this, but we didn't want to leave out the main reason we're looking at the Italy Pavilion. Adam, we had a pretty big announcement last week. Yes, on the we live did. show. Yes, we did. Our main meetup is going to actually take place in the little I- private islands on the Italy Pavilion, or in the Italy Pavilion. Is it online or inline? I always get those confused, right, Brent? <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's going to be a uh, waterfront of the Italy Pavilion. Yes. Yes. Italy Isola. Where, where, where you can look at those barbershop poles that the uh, the gondolas are, Most are tied definitely. onto. So what we're doing, for those who missed the live broadcast, is we have 100 spots available. It's going to be open bar and past orders for about two hours. We're going to have that spot contained for us. It's going to be about 100. It's going to be $135 per person paid in advance. Check out the Facebook group and check out the event page to find out ways to pay. And it's going to be an awesome time. We're going to have private event viewing of the fireworks. Whatever that show is, because this is going to be next year. And there's going to be an open bar for two hours in Disney for $135 a person. That's what? Three drinks in Disney? (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) Plus you're getting past hors d'oeuvres with that too. But, But no cheese. No cheese. Maybe there'll be a cheese or dirt. That's what I don't think there was one on the list. Damn it. I don't don't remember. I'm bringing my own cheese. I'll go through security. They're going to say, what is that? It's cheese. Last we checked, I believe 45 spots will already take it. Yes. So we're about halfway there. It's more than that. The last I checked with Sydney was 45. I thought we were over 50 at this point. We might be now, but it's been a couple days since I checked with her. So So basically, when she hears this. We're halfway to filling up the private party spots. Yes. So if you're interested, it's in your best bet to head to the events page so you can get a good idea of when it is, what time it is, and uh, get Time that... has not been announced yet. Okay. Okay. Time. We will not know the time, the exact time, until we know the exact time of the fireworks show that evening. But gotcha. That should be out within a few, probably, what is it, like four or five months from now. Not, I mean, but if, if you're going, you know you're going to be there at park close. So really, it, it's 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 arbitrary. Just have an earlier dinner and, and, and clear your evening plans. Uh, 
send the money in so you can get your spot reserved because this is not going to be one of those situations where we have extras that we're going to raffle off once we hit the hundredth person i'm guessing it's over unless somebody backs out right pretty much pretty much okay all right now um there's a theme for this yeah there is yeah and because we are doing it in 2020 the theme of the party is the roaring 20s so we're gonna make it look like the edison what's the edison uh i think it was an ugly vehicle Okay. Came out in the 50s. Oh, but it's the 20s. I thought that was the Edsel. Oh, it was the Edsel. Sorry. I thought she was on, um, I thought, wasn't she the neighbor in I Love Lucy? No, that was Ethel Merman. Oh, okay. So yeah, much like we had the, uh, everybody dressing in their favorite prom attire for this most recent shoot up for shooter prom, uh, we want to have a good time and we want to walk into Epcot, let them know we came here to fucking party. So it's going to be dressed in your finest, and basically, it's dapper days in Epcot. Pretty much, yeah. Almost. For our Rashidas. Give me a lot yeah. of flappers and gangsters, I think. Yeah, it's, it's, it's dappers and flappers is what it is. It's guys and dolls. Just make sure you don't bring any, like, guns, like fake guns. Or props or gonna, anything. Props yeah, no are props. not going to be allowed in. No. Maybe a cane. Uh, You'll get in with a cane, but, like, more than that, you probably will not. And we'll have uh, details as far as um, where to meet because you will have to have credentials. Correct. Yes. And uh, I think we got um, we got a theme for it. We got a location for it. Have we got a mascot for this? We do have a mascot. We had we had uh, Oaken yes. for Big Summer Blowout. Yes. And the actual mascot for this one will be Baymax, and I because it's called Big Fall Fallout. And I don't remember how we got there, but we did. We did. It was it was probably a a drunken connect the dots because <laughs> yes. Fallout Boy was the main band on the soundtrack yeah. for Big Hero it, Six. It, it got really weird. And even though know, I always think of Owl City, and, yeah, and Paint the Night, yeah. Oh, okay. Again. So so there. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we got we got the Big Fall Fallout. Yes. And we are taking over an island for a couple hours in the Italy Pavilion for private viewing, which basically means everybody is walking around wanting to know, how do I become one of those cool people? Why are they down there, and why do they all look like they're from olden times? Yeah. Pretty much. We're time travelers. That's that's what it is. We're, we're, we're time traveling elves. We're timey, wimey stuff. Well, you said the, the Italy Pavilion was like a TARDIS, so there you go. There you go. It all fits. Full circle, David Tennant. <laughs> like Adam said, we only got a we, we we're only able to get this for a hundred total people, and basically half of that is gone. So, if it's please check out the events page. Get in yeah, there if, now. If you're thinking about it, it's in your best interest to to jump in early uh, because it's going to be it's going to be gone. But this likely won't be the only um, get together hangout thing during Big Fall Fallout. So don't not come just because you weren't one of the 100 people that you know reserved a spot go ahead and come on down to the big fall fallout it's not just about that one dinner or not even dinner it's uh, drinks and and no cheese hors d'oeuvres um, cocktail two hours <laughs> there's there's more to do than just uh sweat profusely in a suit in a zoot suit yeah. pretty much well it'll be november so it'll be kind of chill. it'll be a little chilly hopefully We'll see. <coughs> um, there's also, y'all talked about fishing again. Yeah, we'll more details as we get closer because we cannot book anything until 180 days out. So once we get closer, we'll throw some feelers out, see who's interested, and see how many boats we need to commandeer. Reserve. You'll uh, you'll throw your bait out to see who bites on it. Yo ho, yo ho. For those Just of... For those of y'all who aren't fishing, there will be another event or not interested in fishing... There'll be another event that we haven't decided on yet for that morning time as well. So there's a lot, lots going to be coming up and some really uh, fun exclusive stuff. So, you know. Uh, How can they find out all the exclusive stuff, Mikey? Well, I mean, they can find out if they're members of the Facebook group. If you're on Facebook, you're on Facebook. I know you're on Facebook. Everybody's <laughs> on Facebook. Just hit the little magnifying glass. Type in the number three space sheets. You'll see us. 
uh, join the group. That way you can get in on the big fall fallout or potential fishery trips. Or dare I say it, we have other things coming up just this coming month to finish off the year and make it absolutely amazing. And you can't be a part of that if you're not a part of the Facebook group. For instance, there's an ornament exchange coming up. That's closed already. I know. I'm I'm just saying. It's coming up. And and if you're not part of the Facebook group, you missed out on the ornament exchange. So there's always, always events. We've got, I mean, we talked about the big fall fallout, which is months away, but we got shit going down in what? About eight weeks? January, we have Sheeters getting dopey. A bunch of us are going down trying to run these stupid dopey marathon races. Bunch of special people that we are. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you would do that. I can't think of any good, solid reason why you would run that dopey. much. Because we're mental. Dopey. We're dopey. Now, just honest truth, you two, because you guys do, you know, active shit. You finish this dopey challenge and you get the, the dopey challenge medal. You're not going to do that dopey challenge again, are you? Probably not. Well, one I'm, this is going to be a one. I think I'm retiring from running after this. <laughs> I won't retire. I won't say that because Unless I, I don't finish. Then I'll try to do it again. Well, that's too. But um, the other problem is I also have princess in February. Yes, you do. You got the princess, the half. Are you doing all? Are you signing up I for all of those? I couldn't do the five because the way my vacation's falling out, I have to come in on Friday. So you're going to show up and run. So Friday, I land or like at midnight Friday morning, and I will be running the ten and the half on that. I won't be running the five. Okay. Because the five is actually Friday morning. There's just no way. But there are a bunch of ladies. This one's for the girls meet up. And if, if you want to find out more about the uh, the running events and maybe you just want to be, feel like you're a better person to, to see people encouraging each other, you can check that out at our... I don't want to call it a running group. It's a fitness group. Because it's kind of become just kind of like a fitness... Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, not everybody runs group thing, but it's it's still called three sheets to the finish line because you don't have to be running to be caught up in a race. Deep. I don't know. That's just I didn't know where that I was, was going. That, that was deep. Thank that you. Was, that was. That took Thank you. Soul. It's very deep. That I touched my soul. <laughs> you wouldn't know what that's like. I wouldn't. <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't know what it's like to have your own soul, but uh, I'm familiar with, with, with stealing someone else's. Um, every time a ginger tells a joke and someone laughs, take a little bit of their life force. <laughs> Carrot Top is our god. Carrot Top looks like a buff old lady now. Well, that's what happens when you've absorbed so much life force. <laughs> you, you turn into a grandma? Uh, he is 3,000 years old. You know, I say this pretty much, you know, every time as as we kind of wrap up here. Um, I feel like I just don't give a lot of the pavilions around Epcot a fair shake because I'm always in a rush and you're moving along and you're there in food and wine. So you're only ever seeing what's hanging out at the kiosks or out at the carts and stuff like that. And I never really get a chance to get back there and appreciate the areas that aren't stores or aren't shops because I know there's some, uh, you know, quiet areas around the Italy Pavilion. It's got like a really cool outdoor staircase that, you know, you can't climb up, but, you know, it, it's, it'd be cool for a, a photo op or something like that. So I just feel like I do Epcot the wrong way and I'm moving too fast. And I think I've done that through most of Disney. So I kind of agree with you on that, Mikey. Thanks, Adam. I appreciate that. you couldn't find uh, the, mover. the people mover, Oh, yeah, but now People Mover is my must-do whenever I'm in Magic Kingdom. See? But you couldn't I, find it, so that means you're running through I, it with I your couldn't. missing stuff. I know. I know. I th- I th- and, and you know what? I think it comes down to my first time there. I was hitting all the main rides that everybody talks about, like the big one, like Splash Mountain, Spaceship. No, Space Mountain. I'm like my <laughs> wife, son of oh a monkey's God. uncle. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I just I moved too quickly, and I just want to encourage everybody to Take the time. Don't discover something on YouTube. Be the person who can tell someone about it firsthand. Well, and if you want to make it fun, whenever they have the festivals, they have these little scavenger hunt things that you can do, and it brings you into like the depth of these pavilions. Like for food and wine, they have find the little Remy statues. For flower and garden, there's all the Easter eggs. 
And I want to say the one year we did the Easter egg one, there was an egg at the top of the bell tower. Yes, there was. So, I mean, it gets you in there looking at all the different parts of these pavilions. If you're not going to just go in there and wander around yourself, go do one of these things and it'll bring you in there and you have some fun while you do it. I think it's going to come down to I'm going to have to do Agent P. I want to do Agent That's P. That's the one so we haven't bad. done yet. Yeah. Just because I'll I'll be able to move around more, and that one's all about just looking at the pavilion and not necessarily looking at the shops. You know, yeah, that's activating what all do. the special effects in the window. Yeah, you well, do I Asian think I, some of them might be cut. in the shops because yeah, there are times might. where you actually have to talk to people to get answers. Well, I, I know the one in Mexico is inside the pyramid, which is just a big store flea market, pretty much. So. Anyway, yeah, we're closing up. Uh, that's, I guess, I guess I led with closing remarks, which is kind of weird. That is kind of scary. But also good, because that means I'm off the hook now, and I can just say, Tim. I, Italy Pavilion is one of my favorites. It has my favorite type of food. <laughs> the architecture is very, I don't want to say romantic, but it's welcoming and, and inviting. I, I always want to walk in and walk around the piazza and, and just hang out there for a little while. So it's, it's one of my top pavilions in Epcot. Yeah, I need to just pay more attention when I'm there to see what a piazza even is. I think it's plaza that I'm going to go with. I, I, I <coughs> Whoa, shit, Adam. Dive. <laughs> okay, hot toddy. Let, let's, let's hear from you there. I'm out. That's the problem. I have no more drink. Oh. <laughs> I have to go make more. Um, I love the pavilion. It's fun. I don't think I ever brought anything from there, though, except for drinks and food. So I can't say I really do a lot of shopping there, but I do remember the flag throwers. I wish they would bring more stuff like that back because they were actually authentically from Italy. And I don't think we have a lot of that except for maybe the Japan Pavilionette with the drummers. Sometimes the Canadian Pavilion gets actual Canadian musicians. True. Well, they always have a band now. Yeah, but the band rotates and they're not always from Canada. They're always from Canada. I think they are, but they don't, I mean, they don't play like a traditional Canadian music because what really is that? Folk. Say. It's folk. Yeah, I guess it is. Julius, hit me up. I want some traditional Canadian music on my Spotify. We'll have Celine Dion. Not folk. <laughs> Not folk. <laughs> they got Justin Bieber. Not folk. Uh, uh, no. So, yeah, as we close the show on uh, Italy talking about Canada. <sighs> So as we close, guys, I guess I just want to say uh, thanks for sharing your time and thanks for sharing your thoughts. And until we drink Disney again, ciao. Ciao, man. Ciao. And slanty. And thank you. Thank you.